Yes, this is Trash Talk, the Sports Bet Basketball Podcast. No, I am not Corey Homicide Williams. My name is Ed Wyatt. Welcomed back into the Sports Bet fold for this uh, inimitable podcast. Great to be here with my old friend Wertho, Mark Worthington. How are you, mate? Ed, welcome back, mate. The Thank days, you. The days <laughs> have changed from when we used to sit around a desk yes. with Coxie. And talk basketball. Now we just talk a lot more shit and now look what they've built for us. I have been <laughs> listening to it and I'm going to have to up my swearing quotient. That's one thing I figured out. Yeah. But after we have to mention that Felix is back. Felix Van Hoff back from Coachella, fresh off the plane. Mate, you look pretty good. I'm actually feeling all right. Oh, yeah. It's going to hit me at some point. I'm fresh <laughs> off the old 16-hour flight back from San Francisco after the fabulous Coachella Festival, which... Is there, for anyone that hasn't been to Coachella or whatever, and I know that maybe our podcast basketball demographic that we talk to isn't the biggest Coachella <laughs> Coachella group, but if, right. you, if you don't go to festivals because you think there's a lot of dickheads there, and I, it is hard because I was there at this one, I was probably the dickhead, biggest dickhead there, mm. but Coachella is just such a good vibe, good feeling, everyone's there to have fun. If, as long as I'm the biggest dickhead at a festival, yep. then you're then usually okay. in for a, a good run. I do, do, you, uh, do you get the... Uh, down in front... <laughs> Down in front. Yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah. And you know what? I say, fuck you. I'm good. <laughs> Flip out like Kanye. So Kanye West had the, uh, what's the name? Sunday service. Yeah. I was copping at the whole thing. I literally just said, what, what, what? Just You pretend you can't hear it. But it is annoying. <laughs> it's like, I can't help it. So I'm tall. If you're short, then bad luck. That was apparently the last time he's going to perform live, right? Apparently there's word, but in true Hollywood LA fashion, I get the feeling he'll be back out there again at some point. I did read a thing that said influencers are ruining Coachella. And I wondered if you were part of that, <laughs> seeing your Instagram no. feed. Well, no, no, no. Which is very much, that was a big topic of discussion while you were away. May I point out, I don't even work in the office anymore and I knew it was a big talking point. Well, the funny thing was that I knew that uh, as soon as I was actually thinking of coming in and doing the podcast today with no shirt on, but then it's pretty hard to get an Instagram DM from a YouTube video. <laughs> so I thought, you know what, I'll keep the shirt on for this one. But yeah, you got to, yeah, you, some people love it, some people hate it, but yeah. the, the DMs will continue to flow if you get the shirt off on Instagram. Now, we do need to talk a little basketball, but before I, Ugh. when I was asked to do this, someone said, you know, you're filling in for homicide. You have zero street cred. <laughs> you're a kid from suburban no, Washington yeah, main, State. Main streets um, of Portland. Main streets of Vancouver, Washington. But I can tell you that uh, I did have a gun pulled on me once in a basketball game. Uh, it was a, Port, a Portland City League game, and I had one of my rare nights where I actually could fill it up. I was hitting everything that went in. And the guy, so you had 11 or 12 points? Uh, no, 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 I'll be honest with you. I was in the 30s. I was hitting everything. And the okay. guy that was Edward guarding King me, of the, streets. the guy that was guarding me was not very happy with it. And at the end of the night, I made a basket of a three at the end and I gave him some sort of signal, like a, a kiss or a guns <laughs> or something stupid. And the guy said, that's it. I'm going to get my gun. And I said to the guy on the other team, I said, is he really going to go get his gun? And the guy said, I don't think so, but <laughs> just to be safe. Probably leave. Yeah, and I left. So did he didn't actually did, pull a gun on did me. Did you get a street ball name like Corey? No, I never had a name like that. No, <laughs> Why the all. fuck are you no. out here? Steady Eddie was as good as it got. Yeah, I, had, I, had, I had a gun pulled on me in the States as well. Well, it wasn't really pulled on me. I thought it was, it was one of those situations. So we had a house party. And it was one of my first, probably like three weeks into me being in the US. I had this big house party. <laughs> did you have the bleach blonde hair at no, this stage? No, I didn't. I didn't have the bleach blonde hair. That, that came after being in the US right, for a year. Yeah. Yeah. But now this guy comes up to me and I was out the front of the house, you know, making sure not when you're first there, you're young, you got to make sure not too many people get in the house, yes. that sort of thing. This yep. dude comes up to me and he yep. puts the gun sort of right to my chest. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I've no idea what to what do. What it is. No yeah. idea what it is. And, and he, I'm like, okay, I'm about to get shot here. So I just concede. He goes, hey, I got you for security, bro. 
And then, of course, I'm like, oh, yeah, appreciate yeah, great. Pre- Appreciate you, homeboy. <laughs> like, and then for the rest of the night, I'm just... <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you didn't say, pew, pew, got you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, cowboy. All right, let's get into the basketball. Let's <laughs> stick with Portland. Let's stick with Dame Lillard. And I, obviously, I'm biased. I'm a Trailblazer fan. I've been for a long time, but... That's extraordinary stuff, that that walk-off series and game winner he pulled off against the Thunder. Well, Felix has only seen highlights because he hasn't done anything but listen to music <laughs> the last week. No, I watched the game. That The game was on after Coach Hell. I was actually in a Phoenix sports bar watching that oh, one. No. But unbelievable. The thing out of all this, like obviously he's 50 points, he's hit the game winner yeah. and all that, but the shit that Paul George got for what he said in the press conference afterwards... <laughs> I'm with Paul George on I'm that. With, yeah, I'm I with agree. Paul George yeah. as well. It was a bad shot. And so yeah. I've had a couple of mates try to talk to me. And it was like, that was a good shot. And I'm like, no, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. It was, <laughs> that a, was bad a bad shot. shot. Yeah. And so. George got the heat, let's be honest, because it looked like sour grapes, him saying that at the press yeah. conference. Yeah. That's why. But I agree. It was a terrible shot. So let's say that was LeBron James and he took that shot. Yep. He would be murdered for like the next month about <laughs> oh. it, probably for the rest yeah. of his career. Had he missed the shot and they went on to win in overtime, right? I still think he would have copped criticism for that shot. Yep. But the fact that he made it, yeah. it's like if you're a coach, you're like, don't shoot it, don't shoot it. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a great shot. One of my favourite sayings in basketball, my college coach used to always say, it, balls to take it, balls to make it. You can take whatever shot you want in the game. Yeah. And if it goes in, it goes then great in. shot. He's yep. clapping up. If you miss it, then your yep. ass is on the bench sort of thing. But it's a, it's different because the game was 115-115. Yeah. If they were down, I'm probably saying, although he was, I believe, six for eight on the game. He was, yeah. For deep three. So no, it wasn't in that five, context. Five yeah. of five from he had 31 feet and beyond. Game. Heavily contested. Yeah. Or vir- virtually on the logo half-court <laughs> shot. If I'm the coach and that misses, I'm saying, hey, damn, you can get a better shot than that. He owned that game yeah. and it was motivated by Westbrook and Schroeder yapping yeah. at him. Yeah. And he owned that game. The, the other thing is Paul George actually defended it really well yeah, as well. He did. One of like, the best defensive players yeah, in the league. He, he closed the gap knowing that there wasn't much time and he had to shoot something deep. It, man, I mean, it's fan, fantastic. But sucked in Russell Westbrook. Like, you're... A, you're a bitch. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll call him a bitch from here. I probably wouldn't say it anywhere near him because he looks kind of psycho. But, but, like, talk about sour grapes. That dude is just sour grapes. And the best thing that Damian Lillard said is the difference between him and I is I don't try and disrespect my opponent, mm. but he'll beat his chest, talk shit to your face. You don't, that, average, you don't average a triple-double, though. Their yeah. last eight or nine possessions, other than George making a two, were misses, turnovers. Yeah. You know, they, they were horrible down the stretch. And he keeps shooting. He was yeah. 11 of 31 from the fucking That's field, what you get while with him. Paul George was 14 of 20. Yeah, George played really, really like, well. I mean, Paul George made that terrible turnover trying to split the defense in the yeah. mid-pick yeah. and roll. But you've still got to go with Paul George. Went back to Westbrook. No one touched the ball. And Shaq probably said it best. They just play hero ball. Yeah. Like they don't play for one another. It's either Westbrook or it's Paul George and no one else gets a look in that team. Uh, I mean, I really like Steven Adams and I think some of the best basketball, when they won that, that game, 
was just throwing the ball to him in the post. Mm. He wasn't shooting it every time. Yeah. But that was their best offense. Keep him active. Keep him active. Now, one thing I saw on Twitter during the week in relation to this came up through this game, and there's been a bit of it through the first round of the playoffs. You look at Dudley with Brooklyn, Schroeder talking his head off. Who's the cockiest, most arrogant prick that you hate that continues to talk who's just a role player? Doesn't have a huge impact on the game. Schroeder, for me, shut your mouth. Let Westbrook talk. Talk all you want. And I understand you always need someone like that, but you need need a guy like like a Shane Battier or someone who doesn't really talk that much, but he's that... That's just that motherfucker sort PJ of guy. Tucker. Like, like, PJ yeah, Tucker. Like yeah. PJ Doesn't, Tucker. Yeah. He can back it up. Whereas guys like Schroeder, they just keep talking yeah, yeah, without yeah, yeah, backing yeah. it up. Dudley as well. No, you're absolutely right. Is, is it's there anyone Schroeder, by the way. You get the um, umlaut on there, right? Umlaut. Oh, do, ooh. Schroeder. Schroeder. It sounds it's like very a French, hard to sounds say. Sounds like a French dessert. Yeah, it's very, very hard to say. You're right, though. A guy like that yeah, just yeah. needs to oh, mm, close Jer- it down. Jer- I mean, I understand why Jared Dudley did what he did. He's a veteran in a really, really young team. Yep. And he was trying to he was. set the precedence yep. for his team and all that. Well, you take but, the pressure off your team but, and put it on. Like if Dudley, in that case, he's taking the pressure. The crowd aren't booing D'Angelo Russell. They're just right. yelling at Dudley. All the all the pressure's on Dudley. So I can understand it from that That, that one did make but sense. But then you, in the closeout game, you have zero points in 20 minutes. That's the thing. Like, you can't talk. Yeah. You can't talk. Let's stay in the West and talk a little about the Warriors and the Clippers. I don't know if we saw that. I caught the end of it. I didn't watch the whole game, but I saw the last quarter of that one. Worrying signs for the Warriors? What do we think? I mean, you know, they're going to, the, that one should have been one they closed out at home and they didn't against a far inferior team. Let's be honest, this Clippers team is not a great team. I really like Doc Rivers. Like, think about the journey that the Clippers Did have you taken. Just raise your eyebrows <laughs> and give us, like, you're like, well, I really like one, Doc Rivers. Mm. You just double up the yeah, eyebrows. Yeah. Not, not many people admit that yeah. they like Doc Rivers. But think about where that team's gone. You've lost Chris yeah. Paul. Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, your big three. And you've brought in all these bits and pieces and they've done something that no other team's been able to do in the last five years, which is steal a game against the Warriors in the first round. Not only have they stole one, now they've stolen two. Yeah. They've had the 31-point deficit that they've come. That's true, yep. That they've come and then they've won again. The Warriors just try to out-highlight you at the end of the game. <laughs> That's all they try to do. They can keep it close, but at the end of the game, you're relying on Steph, Clay, KD to make these miraculous three-point shots. And when it goes in, the whole crowd gets in and into it, and it's just it's they a get snowball. On these yep. It's yeah. just yep. snowballs, and you know Draymond Green ups his fuckery to another level. <laughs> and but when they miss, it's almost like you can feel the whole building like holding their breath, and everyone's yeah. riding each shot. And that's happened in the thirty-one point. Uh, deficit game and it happened yesterday Lou Williams was exceptional Mm. he was so good down the stretch he just made big bucket after big bucket and then uh, Montreal uh, Harrell Montrez Montrez Harrell you can double check with the mastermind there's no umlauts in that one but (laughs) he's just a beast down there he he doesn't give a shit who he's going against and you know obviously the loss of Boogie Cousins is evident when someone like him is doing the work that he is in this series yeah, and Steve Kerr, uh, really defensive in the press conference, like really defensive. I don't know if you saw that where someone said something like, you know, what, what's this team's yeah. identity? And he said like, our identity is back-to-back champions. Like he was like, which really which, surprised Yeah, me. which is a bit of a warning side because this is the first yeah. year we've seen the Warriors start to crack in terms of you see the Draymond and KD stuff. And we all thought it was going to come from DeMarcus Cousins, but it appears to be coming from the veterans. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I know. it's almost like they can see that this is the last year they're going to have this team together. And look, I can't wait till KD goes because I can't wait to watch. I think Steph's gotten better over the last two years 
three years while KD's been there and now he's going to be able to have this team on his own again. Mm. And I can't wait to see that. Steph with an extra five, six shots per game. Yeah. It's going to be unbelievable to watch. And I've got a couple of questions that I've seen as well around the place that go, that have stemmed from this series. Better defender, Draymond Green, Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly. Yeah, Beverly's, boy, I tell you what, yeah. He's, he's a dog. Isn't both, he? They yeah. both play with that sort of yeah. defensive style where not only are they good, you know, staying in front of guys, Draymond's great on the block. Yeah. But they're also just, you know, the see you next Tuesday. He's got that <laughs> chip on his shoulder yeah. that he's had since he's been in the league, Beverly. <laughs> yeah. Without Lou, a doubt. Lou Williams, Hall of Famer? Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. No. No? Not a Hall of Fame. I'm going yes. No. Very, very good player. I don't see him in the I Hall of Fame. I think he ends up in the Hall of Fame. Nah. I don't think he does. All-time leading six-man scorer. It depends on that. If he can get a championship somewhere on the line, I think that that's might definitely going to help <laughs> yeah. to it. But at the moment, maybe not. But I, I would love to see him. That's now. a good question. Been, it's good it's to a throw it out there. Do I you, like it. Talking about the dysfunction of the Warriors, and the, did you guys see the 60 Minutes interview that they did with the five Warriors players. No, and so it was Tracy Grimshaw hosting. No, no, no. <laughs> the American 60 Minutes. <laughs> it's, uh, it was Iguodala, Livingston, Steph, Clay and KD. And one of the questions was um, now that you've played with this group and you probably get the sense that it doesn't get any better than that, can you see yourself playing for another team? And Iguodala stood up straight away and answered the question. And he said, look, I'm a little bit older and I've been through. Yeah. I've played some with some bad teams and I've played with some good teams. He goes, they won't understand it, but like this is going to be the best team we ever play on. Like just everything about it. And you can see Steph nodding his head. He was engaged. You could see Livingston you know, engaged. Mm-hmm. And then there's Clay doing that Clay stare that he does <laughs> yeah, every now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Clay's doing the Clay stare off into the distance. Yeah. He's, probably, he's probably high as shit <clears throat> in his defense. Knowing knowing, <laughs> knowing that there's a good chance he might sign Max with yep. another team this offseason. And then there's KD that just looked at the ground the entire time, mm. knowing full well that he's going to New York. There was a text, there was a <laughs> text the, message from James the, Dolan on Knicks. his phone. <laughs> but it was really interesting right. to hear yeah, Iguodala. yeah. 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 Saying it, Livingston and Steph acknowledging it, and those two who are probably the two biggest pieces in the free uh, mm. free agency this off season, just giving it nothing. So yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't see them winning it this year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. They got to get through this series, <clears throat> which they should get through, but it's been harder. But than then it's they've going got to Houston. Be. Well, that's away. and that see, brings I, to Houston and Houston. It's a weird team to watch. I don't enjoy watching James no, you Harden. Tell, Does tell, anyone enjoy what, watching no, I, Houston? Here's my thing. I, I love watching – I love checking the box score for James Harden, saying, oh, oh shit, he's, he put up some wild numbers. Unbelievable. But it does get frustrating to watch. It's not but it is, great basketball. It's not great basketball, but just from a pure like one-on-one standpoint, I do like watching it. He's unreal. But I don't want to watch a whole series. Yeah, I like he's to watch unreal. It. I know James Harden. If he starts <clears> off the game well, yeah. then I'll watch it purely because I love it. It's like, it's like I'll watch a game of footy when the team's up 100 saying, fuck, I want to see someone win by 140 or something like that. Like I love seeing <laughs> someone just get – someone go for a massive number, yeah, right. someone get dropped. Like when the Spurs pass the ball around and play that beautiful basketball, yeah. I'm like, uh, I'd rather watch Shaq go for 60 on a replay or something like that. <laughs> like it's – I'm a real basic, basic fan. Right. I'll tell you what was weird in that whole Houston-Utah series mm. was the way that they were guarding Harden. Yeah. So <laughs> Behind him. Behind yeah. him. They are like, we're going to let you – Drive to the basket, yeah. but we're not yeah. allowing you, you to back. do a step back three. Yeah, 
which yeah. is crazy. That I've crazy. never ever no. seen that well, before in a game. It, it helps when you got Rudy Gobert down there to, to affect it. Although who was average? In who was yeah. average? And if we're talking best. about average players, we get Donovan Mitchell who had one game <laughs> well, throughout the entire series, yeah. and then yeah. of course in the final game there just completely fell off the map. Yeah, yeah that that series was frustrating. If you're a Utah fan, I walked yeah. in the other day a big moment. Joe lines up for a big three and airballed him. <laughs> I was like Joe, and he airballed him. No, I mean, <laughs> just never got it together. Rubio no. was probably their best player yeah. to be honest. But I mean, he airballed the chance to. Yeah, he did too. You're right. He did. Down the stretch. Yeah, there. he did. So Houston moves on. And the other one that's going on, I think, as we record this, is the Nuggets and the Spurs. And I think the Spurs have done a really nice job of extending that series. But the Nuggets should close that out. They should. It's just a shit matchup for Denver. The one team that we tried to say, because Denver just came into this series with everyone. We had no idea how they were going to do. Yeah, that's right. We've got no like real play. There's nothing we can gauge. Even though Jokic has been fantastic so yep. far, we still couldn't gauge anything from them. And you've come up against the Spurs team and a Spurs coach who has just so much experience in the playoffs. It's a very, very tough matchup, but I do expect them to still get through this yep. one. It's, it's funny that the teams that rely on slow people as their stars – have really struggled this in the playoffs. Yeah. So if you look at Orlando, uh, Fournier has been their guy, and he couldn't even get a a look in in the whole yeah. series. Jokic had a great season, but hasn't been yep. his best in the playoffs. He's really, really struggled there. And the Jokic is actually if you if you look, if you're a, if, a lot of people hate the analytics side of it, but in terms of box plus minus, all this sort of stuff, Jokic has been quite good. But it's just hard because you've got you do have to step up to a whole new level when you're. So I'm not sure. And what you get you get you get, you get judged the in the finals. It doesn't yeah. matter what you do in yeah. a regular season. You get yeah, judged in the finals, and few of those guys have really struggled in the finals. Uh, let's go to the East. The East is set: Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, Toronto. It's a pretty good matchup. So any four of those teams can win that. Do we oh. think? I look at that, and I think yeah. any of those four. I, I no? just I still don't. I'm not bought in with Philly. I'm not bored in with Philly at all. I'm just, I'm not sure what it is and whether it's just I, their, their maturity. I'm not sure Ben Simmons' maturity is there. I just still don't trust him. We in call the you uh, Jared Dudley now. Jared Dudley. Simmons <laughs> yeah, no, not no, no. mature. No, Jared I know what you're you see my Instagram. Do not call me Jared <laughs> Dudley. <laughs> Damn, Dad Bod Dudley. <laughs> is, is there, on yeah. that topic, is yeah. there a less oh. physically appealing and not in that way, but like in terms of when you look at him, does not look that like is an not, NBA it's like someone player. posted something the no. other day. He looks like the dude at like the YMCA or for Absolutely. over here that yeah. some old head that hits a shot on you and he was like just going to the crowd. Like, Absolutely does. Oh man, you can imagine why that annoys Ben Simmons. Is like I know one of the what best you're saying about Philly, but yeah, I just don't, when they put it together, it right, is, it, they're as good as anybody. Unbelievable. I think Milwaukee is going to beat Boston. Boston playing good basketball. They're playing very I, good ball. I think yeah. Milwaukee's going to win it all. That's just me personally. Is that right? Okay. I've been, I've been on the Milwaukee yeah, no, train yeah, actually, for a no, long, long time. Yeah. That other series is intriguing to me, and I think it all comes down to was Marc Gasol the piece that they mm. needed because Joel Embiid has found his group again. Yeah. That and obviously Brooklyn didn't have anyone that could guard Embiid, but – Mark Gasol got bought in for this reason yep. yeah. to be because uh, Jonas Valanciunas, as good as he was for many years in Toronto, just wasn't getting the job done come finals. Mm. Now you've got an experienced player, a former defensive player of the year. I'm not sure if his skill set defensively aligns with Embiid. I think Embiid could get the better of him as well. Well, I back him on the block, but I don't back him against Joel Embiid's just turned into a force, just a wonderful mm, spin. Yeah. Bang. And then the other thing is, 
I don't trust Kyle Lowry to play well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. That's a very and valid he's point. Been and his so yeah. I, I agree with you. Philly, I don't think, has got their shit together completely. But I'm, I like their, their lineup more, you know, Jimmy Butler can do it at any time. Tobias Harris can do it at any time. Yeah. Ben Simmons can do it at any time. Uh, Joe LMB can do it at Redick any time. Reddick is hot. Reddick yeah. is just the perfect player for that yeah. group. I'm, I'm, I, I sort of like them more than Toronto just because Toronto have always fallen over around this hurdle. Let me ask you guys this. How much pressure is on Brett Brown in this series? A ton. If Huge. he doesn't win the series, yeah. then he's out. Yeah, uh, that was my well, you've, thought. You've tanked seven years for a, what was a three yeah, seed. Well, you've tanked seven years point. for a three seed. Yeah. So it's, you do need to win now. But the thing that another thing that worries me about this series is how good Kawhi Leonard is at defending Ben Simmons. So this series is going to come down to Joel Embiid. It's going to come down, I hate to say that for a team as talented as Toronto, I think Marc Gasol is going to play a huge amount. If he can somewhat nullify, you're not going to nullify, Embiid's still going to get his 20 and 10. But if you can stop Embiid having these massive games and potentially having one of those on the road and stealing a game in Toronto, then I feel like Toronto can come out with this one. But oh. I just think that matchup between Kawhi and Ben Simmons, mm. and also there's already been in, in, in the first series, there's already been pressure on Ben with the, his own fans booing him, which was completely unjust. But with that sort of stuff happening, I just don't see it coming together against Toronto. The other one for Toronto that went through round one is Pascal Siakam isn't going to play as good as what he did in round one. Mm. He, he was really, really good in round one. Yep. Now he's got to actually defend down the other end against yeah. a talented player, whether it be Tobias Harris or, or Jimmy Butler. He just can't cruise anymore. So, yeah. And both of those guys can both play defense as well and they'll know coming into it, all right, we've got to stop Kyle Lowry. We've got to stop um, Pascal Skiakum because they're the two main scorers at the moment. Yeah. Do we think that one goes seven? Yeah, I'd take that one seven. Yeah, I think six. So too. Six? Toronto in six? Or Philly, Philly in six? Philly in six. Yeah, I'm more inclined to lean that way myself, but I think seven. Yeah. I think it'll probably go seven. Bucks and Celtics. What do we like, not like about that one? Obviously, Giannis, we like. No one but, can guard Giannis. Yeah. And you think that's no one? No one can guard him. Yeah. And Lopez, the way that he's shooting threes now, <laughs> Milwaukee's just been great all year. Mm. Well, they, Milwaukee, they haven't given me a reason to say that I I don't like him. Yeah, I think that goes to I mean, the only thing would be inexperience, right? That'd be the only thing anyone could point to is go. They haven't been this far in how many years? Yeah, but the that hard thing the hard thing with the inexperience is that inexperience usually affects you on offense. They're such a good defensive <laughs> team, Milwaukee, and yeah. I don't think it's really coming into play that much, yeah. especially with the the style they run, where they force you into those threes, those contested threes. That's going to affect Boston. Boston don't have that one guy that's going to be able. Like the the issue for me with Milwaukee coming up against the Warriors if they make the finals, and if the Warriors make the finals is you can play that contested three style against the Warriors, but it doesn't affect Curry, doesn't affect Clays. Two of the guys where you can have a hand completely in their face, like a Giannis hand, and it's not going to affect them at all. Yeah, a Giannis hand. We now have a term for the most contested three you can have is now known as a Giannis hand. I thought, I thought it would be with a Bobon hand. A Bobon, no, yeah, no, that's, that that's big enough where you can shoot through his damn fingers. That's not going to that's not going to make as big of an effect. But. Are we missing LeBron at all in, the, in, yes. in this postseason? Nope. Yeah, I'm oh, not yeah. either, actually. Are you? Well, it depends. Again, I'm, I'm a nuffy basketball fan yeah, to the right. point where it's I like to watch for storylines, all these sort of things. So it's I like massive games from players, records being broken. Some people watch it and they, you know, a game finished and they're like, oh, how well they move the ball. It's like, yeah, I can appreciate that. 
But I also want to see someone just get absolutely fucking posterized. I want to see LeBron get down 3-1 and then come back. Yeah. I love the storylines that go with these playoff games. And that's what's missing for me is the LeBron because you can never – the end of the season, it almost felt like even though LeBron couldn't make the playoffs with like two games to go in the season, <laughs> that he still we might. still thought like, fuck it, there's a chance. Like what <laughs> yeah. happens here? One way or another, he's going to do Stern going to come yeah, back yeah. in the league or something that happens here? Like a, yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam Silver just comes up with It's interesting. I agree with that to an extent, but I'm kind of enjoying the vacuum to where yeah. someone else can write their own story Yeah, a little bit. Whether that's Giannis, Damn whether that's it, it Lillard. It appears so far that Lillard's right. really stamping yeah. his claim on the playoffs. Yeah. And someone has to get criticised just as hard, which has been yeah. Ben. Ben, yeah, that's a good yeah. To this degree. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the prince yeah. to yeah. LeBron. So he's just copying the heat that LeBron would normally be copying at this stage and taking the rewards as well when he plays yep. well. So yep. I'm all good with LeBron not being there. Have a, have a hot vacation, drink some wine. Anything else on the NBL that we need to touch on? The officiating has not been... On the NBA? So far on the NBA. So far we haven't had any issues If you, that, if you know the podcast, Ed, we fucking hate all refs. Yeah, I know really. that. But, yeah. it, it, but <laughs> normally normally there's some massive yeah. thing. And so far we've managed to No, it, I, think I think the think. biggest thing we had was when – Jared Allen was rolling to the rim, and there was, there was when he tripped, and it was like, but it was like the smallest foul possible. Yeah, and he legitimately yeah. he got fouled, but then he lost the ball in his own accord. Yeah. So I think that's the closest I'd, I'd, we've had. I'd say I just hate the shitty tech fouls that aren't even there, like the KD and Green one. Yeah. Um, I think that was in game four, I might have said. And they were just talking to each other down the court and the ref just stopped the game and gave them both tech fouls. Yeah, but he and could have been saying, yeah. like, I'll fuck your damn mother. Yeah. Like, we don't know what he, what he was <laughs> saying. Know. That's exactly right. But that's right. basketball. You can say that. That's because <laughs> Because that's just two people yeah, who are talking yeah. shit to each yeah. other. It's not yeah, affecting yeah, no. It's not affecting the no, game. No, it could have been because you never know because I've done it before. I've been, I've been guilty of it before where you're walking down the court and you're, hey, this ref's a piece of shit. You're talking to your teammate. Yeah, it's like, he hears you. <laughs> no, those, he hears you could see yeah, that those yeah, two yeah. were just yapping at each other. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it wasn't like even like a they've stopped to confront yeah. each other. They were just running down the court just talking to each other. Yeah. And, oh, man, the league's just getting too soft for me. Yeah, well, as a, so, as a soft player, yeah, I'm I was going to say, yeah, some would argue society is going the same way, but that's for a different <laughs> podcast. Um, should we switch to the NBL? Let's jump yep. on. Should we start with the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix? Because that's where I had been working for four months. We should. We've got some questions for you. Yeah, Andy. I'm happy to answer as many as I can. I will try I not to. Just so people know, I was uh, doing the uh, media and communications there uh, four months. Had to leave a little bit of a personal thing that is now okay, which is great. But I felt like I wasn't able to give them 100%. So I've sort of backed away from that. But I'm still really close well, to they, have, they, have they replaced your position with another forward? Because it seems uh, like that yeah. seems to be the, the <laughs> yeah. mood. It's another four man that's now in the media. Yeah, that's right. I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah. So I guess the elephant in the room with the Phoenix is Mitch Creek. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. He's been sensational. He was your first signing at the club. Yep. Obviously a lot of media around him and the hype and all that. Which has slowed down. Which is really hard. And I think, yeah, I think two things on that, and you guys are all over it, obviously. If he comes – then everything's in place. If he does not come, I think they've got some issues because they've already used up that import slot with Ty Wesley, Hmm. probably looking at a five and a one for the other import slot. If Creek doesn't come, what are you going to do with his spot? Which I do, think that's a huge issue. Do you think he'll be back? From what I've I heard, don't know. Because from what I've heard, and originally I was saying, because I don't think he's going to get an NBA roster position next year, just a straight up roster position. Right. But 
from what I've heard, there's the potential that he could work it on. You know what agents are like? They find loopholes and all these things. Mm. He might want to do the G League route again and be picking up these 10 days and try to get, you know, halfway through yeah, the season yeah, yeah. be signed on for the rest As of the year. As I understand it, and I don't know this for a fact, yeah. and I, I, I hope I'm not talking out of school. As I understand it, his contract is he needs to have a full NBA a contract full NBA spot. to yeah. get out of his Southeast Melbourne clause. That's what I understand. It's a tricky situation. And especially I can tell you from marketing and media aspect, it was very strange because yes. he's the face of the franchise, yeah. but we couldn't call him the face of the franchise. Yeah. And I remember one time I put a, a thing on social media, he had a great game with the, the uh, Long Island Nets. And I said something like, Hey, get around our guy, Mitch Creek doing this. And then like two or three people respond, he's not uh, your guy. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> he is our guy, really. I tell you what I did enjoy, and I hope it came from you from the Southeast uh, Melbourne, South, South, Southeast Phoenix, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Fucking hell, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> it is a tough one. That's the was first it, time you haven't called him the magic, so I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yo, I did drop that bombshell. They call it the magic. Two hours later on SEM, the guy calls up, hey, they've actually called it the Phoenix. I was like, oh, fucking, who said that? But they didn't just overkill the emojis. Mm. Oh. What the fuck yeah. is with the damn emojis? Yeah. Like you need to translate whatever the NBL posts. Like yeah, post something you'd be like six emojis. They, they'll be like, emo- they actually have a guy there who's in charge of emojis, vice president oh, of emojis. Oh no, not true. Yeah, I'd like to announce yeah, that that no. is uh, <laughs> the new position. There. Yeah, that's it. I've become like. Oh. Yeah, well, thank you. We tried not to do that. It was very hard though, and it's yeah. very difficult, as you can imagine, to put a roster together with a guy that you're not sure yeah. is coming. coming. Who is an integral guy? He's a leader. He's potentially the captain. He's you know the face of the thing, as I yeah. said. And I, I think that's that's going to be really hard for them to get their head around. Well, how do you how do you see the roster shaping up at the moment? We've already poked fun at they've got every four man that was a free <laughs> yeah, agent. I, look, I, I think it's going to be huge who they sign as the point guard <laughs> and the big guy. That's my guy. I mean, I don't think that takes a genius to figure gut, that out. Gut feel how close I was Casper like Ware to coming to? I the don't Phoenix? know. I always had the suspicion, and 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 Simon Mitchell gets on well with him, and I knew that Casper probably was looking around. I I had hoped that he was close, but I don't know. Sobey was the one I think they really yeah. thought they were going to get. And again, I'm not divulging inside information. This is just my gut feeling yeah. from being around. I'm not in the inner circle, or wasn't in the inner circle of the basketball department, but I do think they really were hoping that they could get Sobey. And then when the whole sort of X injury, whether that's a, a true thing or just a, a theory, yeah. I'm not sure. It, makes, going it, up makes there, it does sense. make perfect sense. It really sense. does make perfect sense. I think they were hoping you come in with Creek, Sobe, you know, guys like Magin and Gibbo are great little sort of pieces to steal in and character guys. You get a really hot shit point guard and a big guy. That's a really good squad. The weird signing for me is Kyle Adam because I thought Kyle Adam was definitely going to Sydney or that's, somewhere else. Because that's, that's your weird signing? Well, because the, that's, yeah, <laughs> the fact that he's not a four-man, what are they doing? <laughs> no, 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 but because they'd already signed Gibbo. Right. And now I thought because they're going to sign another point guard. Well, Gibbo's a point guard. That's what he's I mean. He's not Gibbo. an off guard. I've seen lineups where people projected But you're going to have to – are you going to run – because yeah, you've got Madsen there. Are you going to yeah, run Madsen and then back him up with, I, I, with Kyle I, at the off guard there? It's, it's, it's a bit of an interesting See, that's setup where I think Because I think, thought this was the year for Kyle Adam to find a spot where it's, okay, now I'm I'm actually – you know, he showed some really good signs with Sydney. And this was the year where he was going to lose that sort of tag where it's, oh, wild Carl, he's yeah, the yeah, kid, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. Like, the dude's like 26. Like he's ready to show himself in a proper position. Yeah. That's why I thought it was going to be a Cairns in Illawarra, one of those things where guys sort of flourish for a year. I must I admit really when they signed with that. Gibbo, that surprised me a bit. And yeah. I love Gibbo. I know him from Dragon Stage. He's a great guy, great character guy. He's a wonderful Can't guy Can't wait to have for around. our 10-year celebration this year, Ed. I uh, know. <laughs> that, that'll be a big one. Yeah, um, I, don't, yeah I, I think they're in an interesting position and unfortunately – 
Creek is kind of the fulcrum yeah. of that. And he his decision is going to then make other decisions or the domino or whatever you want they, to call they it. Are, they are the Melbourne Tigers back when Al Westover was coaching and they had uh, Luke Neville, Cam Trigar, Matt Burston and Wade Halliwell all in the team. Like yeah. they're so top-heavy at the mm. moment and – None of their fours can translate to a three. Mitch Creek is the only one that could play yes. three, four. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to run Ty Wesley at the three. You're going to get you exposed. Know, you, can't, you can't. Yeah. And then so I don't, I don't understand Trist and Dane Pineau on the same team. Mm. I, I don't understand Trist it. can shoot the yeah, three. Yeah, I was going to say Trist, Trist is a good – I think Trist three. is a good signing. Yeah, I thought that he was, like was underutilised at Melbourne. He yeah. actually had a really good preseason. Mm. Just didn't fit into that season. They got DJ Kennedy late, yeah. didn't fit in, and I, I think it's definitely it – was, it was weird that they got rid of him at the end of the season for Venky Joyce, who's still yet to sign in the NBL. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I definitely think – He'll probably Venky sign Joyce with the Phoenix. Somewhere, but <laughs> the issue with me with again, – again, we go back to the Creek signing – Mitch Creek's going to work himself right up towards the end of this thing to get an NBA roster spot, which is going to overlap severely with the NBL preseason. Yeah, so I you're agree. going to be working with this. Yeah. It's such a weird, it is very weird unique. spot to it be is. in. And, and the other thing that's really weird <coughs> is the vibe in that yeah. you have yeah. to be happy for Mitch. And I've yeah. spoke with Mitch on a number of occasions. And Tommy Greer's a play. He's a pl- ex player. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. You've got to love the fact that he's trying to get into the NBA, but <laughs> you want him. You want him here. <laughs> Yeah. Right, and so it's yeah. a really weird vibe, and I can tell you honestly, everyone in Southeast Melbourne hopes he gets an NBA gig. They yeah. really do. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking, yeah. Mate, we, we could be everything fucked. before butter's bullshit. It's a, really, <laughs> it's a really interesting one. So yeah, I think uh, yeah, I, I, uh, the next couple of months going to be really interesting mm. to see how they go. Well, let's cross the Yarra, mm. even though they're playing at the same arena. There's no crossing yeah. the Yarra that needs well, to be done. We're going to play a couple games at the. The state basketball. That, yeah, that is. It's two. going to be two games. Are they two games Cairns and Illawarra. Uh, by, <laughs> I would by suspect. Chance. I don't you think they're assume. going to play yeah, Perth yeah. and Melbourne United there. But yeah. it is a good thing, actually, that they're going to do that. Anyway, continue. Melbourne United. Panic stations mm. for Melbourne United. 100% there's panic. It's like a duck. Looks calm on the surface <laughs> and they are kicking <laughs> like all shit underneath the water. I, think I don't even know they do that. I think the ducks I, do that. Well, when they're moving, I guess yeah. quickly. I feel yeah. like they just move smoothly. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, he's the duck expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ornithologist, I believe, is the word, isn't it? Mate, yeah. if you use I another fucking ducking. big word like that on our podcast, <laughs> you won't back back here ever again. Um, <laughs> Homicide doesn't use those. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I think that I think they've come out in the media and they've said all the right things. Right. You know, we're doing our due diligence and yep. all that. The the Casper signing is a blow for him. Like yeah. I know, I know that the mellow. Uh, Trimble thing is picking up speed and like as far as him signing in Melbourne United, I don't think that works. I think we've not, spoken about not it. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard you guys talking we about don't, that. We don't yeah, think that that works. He's a fantastic player, but is he the guy that's going to get you to win the championship? Mm. I, I don't think so. No. So I think the fact that they don't have a point guard at the moment, I don't know. I wouldn't be bringing back DJ Kendi. So you've essentially got three import spots to fill. Why wouldn't you numbers. bring him back? Not because of the well, – it, it depends <clears> on the pay packet that he was on this year from what I've heard right. was, was too seriously much. substantial Okay, and was yep. more than Casper. Really? That's what I've heard. And DJ wow. Kennedy, I still – He was I great during the finals. I still think that DJ – he was great yeah. during the finals. I yeah. still think that he played a majority of that year with an injury. Yeah. Because you look at his highlights from before he came, he was dunking it. He was going nuts. He was just a physical presence. When he came with Melbourne, he was laying it up on the break. Right. I reckon he's one of those guys where he got a big pay figure and he's like, you know what, I might have a tweaked ankle, but I'm not going to say anything. 
I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to collect yeah. my money and then move yeah. on. I, re- I still think it was one of those get, situations. Get them checks. Get them checks. Okay, so I interrupted. You won't bring him back. No, right? and Boone's not coming back. But no, I, I'd heard that yeah. as well. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think I, I just think the Casper one took him and mm. smacked him up the side of the head yep. and, I, I, you know, there'd be panic station. They're going to get someone, but – Who's making the decisions? The, the Casper one for me was more than just basketball, though. Like more than just on court. Casper is the most marketable guy in the league. He's fun. He plays with yeah. that exciting style. He's not, he's not getting in any trouble. Yeah, he's yeah, great I with agree. the fans. Like you watch him walking yeah, up the court, he great. always takes time, high fives yep. fans. And that's what teams need. Because yep. the NBL, one thing you don't have is being able to. The, the, oh, what's the term, Ed? The, when, you, when you keep stuff. Hoarder. Uh, Hoarder, no, no, no. Continuation, you mean like <laughs> no, continuity? Sort of continu- continuity with the players. Like imports is usually one in, one out yeah, every yeah. year. Agreed. Casper, you could have done what Perth did with Bryce Cotton, signed yeah. him to a two-year deal. Keep him around. That sort of thing, keep yeah. him around. And it, and it appears to be, and from what I've heard as well, that Sydney offered money that Melbourne just couldn't afford to offer. That's but what I keep I hearing. I say fuck that and just pay the man. If another team's willing to pay it, find a way to pay the guy. Because you know what, Casper wear jerseys, Flying off the shelves. Is there some cost cutting in United? Is that, I mean, there's new ownership and things like that or not? No, we just think that Casper priced himself for out of the market. I don't know. I don't uh, know enough about I think, it. Yeah. I, think, I think he priced himself yeah. out of the market. Okay. Well, he yeah. priced himself out and got paid. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he, well, he didn't price yeah. himself out of the market because well, he got exactly correct. what he wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Priced so, himself out of Melbourne. And it's funny yeah. that Melbourne United had a face for the team, which was Casper. Yeah. But they've got the face for the league, which is Chris Goulding. It is. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> agreed. That is and unique. And so it's, yeah. it's a unique situation that the NBL wants Chris Goulding to do so well and he's the poster boy for mm. the NBL. I think the one person that sort of suits and is in favour for is Mitch McCarron gets to play a bigger role again next year. Like yeah. he's obviously the yeah. future for them. Um, and I'm excited to see where he goes to next year, regardless of who they bring in. If they bring in Mello Trimble, I still think that Mitch McCarron plays a bigger role. Yeah, it's good to see. He's a good guy. Um, this came across my uh, desk. I think one of you guys sent it to me. Sydney's owner constantly calling Sydney the hoops capital of Australia. I saw, on Twitter, I yeah. saw that. He, right. always, he always does Where it. the hell does that come from? <laughs> There is so much well, wild shit. And I understand Melbourne started it by saying go hard or go to Sydney up in the stadium, having that yeah, right. printed up in the stadium. <laughs> I fucking hated that. I, I love that. I love I that. I hated it. Because so you know much. what? Sydney came over here and copped L after L. So fuck them. <laughs> put it up there. Go hard or go to Sydney. But, but Paul Smith constantly says, you know, in his farewell messages, like to yeah. Kyle Adnam and Dan Pennell, was like, you know, the hoops capital of Australia will miss you. Is he a good dude? Paul? Yeah. I don't know him personally. He I seems like a really good dude. Like the I'd, way he's been talking. He, he Twitter, seems like a owner like that like I would really like cool to play for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. seems, like seems cool almost like the Barmer sort that's of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you want these guys to be active on Twitter. I love it. So, so what is the hoops? Still, right. What gays, is the hoops? Well, Gaze, Bogan, and Simmons are all from Melbourne, yeah. right? Yeah. Melbourne, truly. I mean, Southeast Melbourne, we call it the heartland. The most number one right? the most number one NBA draft picks in yeah, the world yeah. with three. That's right. If we include if Kyrie. You, which you, Kyrie, born <laughs> here. Go, born here, absolutely. Homegrown, homegrown kid. It's got to be here, doesn't I it? Can, <laughs> surely. I can hear people in Western Australia oh, coming. Oh, God. I mean, over the WA course. WA Metro. Uh, um, um, over the course of the NBL for the last 20 years, I think it would be hard-pressed to say that Perth isn't the hoops capital. But of we're not Australia. just talking well, about yeah, the we're, NBL. We're talking yeah. about junior basketball. That's what I would say. tradition. I'm from WA, so yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. WA Perth is <laughs> obviously. But then right. you went back to Perth, and they said a dude from the crowd said, "Fuck you!" when you walked in the stadium. 
It's a love. What a hoops capital! It's a love. It's a love hate relationship. You don't, you don't think people from Melbourne United said fuck that you when I walk back in? That'd be, that'd be well, a lot. A lot. I would. Say. I think it'd fuck you anywhere I walk. I saw him walking into the office today. He's like, "How are you?" And I'm like, "Fuck you!" Fuck you! That was just on Collins Street. Yeah, that's to see you guys. Yeah, I don't actually work in that building, but thank you. Yeah, I got that when I walked back in the office. So you think it's Melbourne too? Melbourne, Absolutely, Melbourne. Melbourne. Without a doubt. I'm, I'm going to go first. Look, Darwin. I, I like what you're saying. I, I, I saw someone on Twitter. It was like ranked him and it was like Melbourne, Perth, Adelaide, Canberra, Darwin, Townsville, and then at the bottom was Sydney. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking funny. That's very good. Anything else before we wrap up this uh, version of uh, Trash Talk? Well, let's just jump on before we our finals prediction. So you've got Milwaukee winning. Yep. I've got the Warriors. And if you don't forget about our bet and that bet. we had going. Yeah, no, fill, me anybody remembers, yeah, fill me in. So I don't I'm know. saying the Warriors win. He's got the field. I've got, so the field. got the field. field. I've got the Warriors. Jesus. It's like I've got Winks, he's got the field. That's all we're working with here. <laughs> but do you remember Homicide's haircut back in the day? How he had yes. that like little snake? I forgot I what do, it was. Yeah. But it was cool. No, no, it was a spider. It was like it was a, a spider. Yeah, so it was cool I do on Homicide. Yeah. Probably won't look as cool on us. But anyway, uh, if the Warriors win, were the rest to get that same haircut? If the field wins, so anyone from the field manages to tip Winks at the line, okay, the Warriors, wow. then I've got to get the haircut. Which I really hope your choice of both. I really I hope you, I hope no, no, you have parent no, no, teacher no. interviews. You, you have to do it. Spider no, no. haircut because it fucks up your modeling career so much. If you get <laughs> that's it. true. Like, yeah, no, like for me, yeah. I just put a hood on and just I just roll around. I will put a hat on. That's a it, good it point. Doesn't, doesn't he's going to lose Insta you, followers. Your gone. followers are going yeah. down through <laughs> the fucking going floor. Back to Barack House, Bond, all night spots, the Emerson. You're going back to Cannes. Hey, dude, nice haircut. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, there's a lot more on the line. You would have looked awesome back at Starbar back in the day with that. <laughs> I'm very glad that I'm out of this bet. Hey, thanks for letting me hang around, guys. Thanks no for coming yeah, back. Yeah. It's good to have you um, back. Pro, yeah, it's good to be back. Your at the door, yeah, so no, you I have to get that with him on the way bracelet. I get my bracelet checked <laughs> in. Uh, follow you guys on Twitter, at Wortho33. Is Correct. that right? Do I remember that? Correct. And at Felix Hoff, That's H-O-F-E. Felix You've Hoff. got one as well, Ed. What's yours? I do. Ed Wyatt. I got in early and got that. <laughs> long time. That's how long I've been on Twitter. 2009, actually. Part of the Wyatt family. Yeah, there we go. Thank you for uh, listening, everyone. Trash Talk Sportsbet Basketball Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Give it a listen. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.